Everybody tells us the Washington line needs some work. Well, that's why it's time to focus on Mike Onwenu. Let's go. Greetings and salutations and welcome to Ref the District's Player Focus. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner here on the Believe Network with your player focus for today on Ref the District. Of course, we're providing you all this content throughout the offseason and then during the Washington Commanders season. So you can, of course, like and subscribe this to this channel to get even more content when it comes to the Washington Commanders. And if you're listening to this on audio, make sure you leave us a rating and review. It not only helps us, it helps other people find our content and join the conversation. And the conversation's pretty big stoner because we're talking about the first free agency period of adam peters of Mm -hmm. the dan quinn era here Mm -hmm. in washington washington having the most cap space currently or projected cap space at about 80 million Mm dollars for the free agents period that's going to be starting in march how is it really going to work out for this team because this is going to be the defining year for all parties involved It's really fun for us as fans to kind of play fantasy football, fantasy manager, and how we want to put this together. And we kind of goof around with it a little bit. But this is serious, Nathan. This offseason is such a big offseason for this organization. Whatever happens this year, because of what you said with all the cap space and with the number two overall pick, new GMs, uh, new coaches, all of that, you put all that together and it's going to set the tone for the next four to five years in what they do. So having that much cap space and using it properly on the right free agents is going to go a long way to towards whether this team is going to be successful or not. Yeah. And it, it is, it is very interesting how things are going to work out. And it's like, is who's need going to go with who, who is Tyron Smith going to go with and who are, who's uh, Brian Burns going to go with. These are some of the players that we've talked about before, and it's kind of interesting to see where they're going to land. They have odds, right? Just like the coaches had odds. And of course, you can look at all of that information right on Bet Online. And if that's not your cup of tea, don't worry, because they also have NBA action, NHL action, MMA action, you name it, they've got it. And they've got all the information right at your fingertips so you can be a smart better as well. Of course, you can use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to get your Yourself 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. And I know that's smart betting as well. So bet online where the game starts. And Stoner, we started off the player focus series with Tyron Smith, a aging tackle. Mm-hmm. Well, today's player focus is going to stick with the offensive line, only maybe not somebody nearly as old. So let me introduce you, Stoner, to our player focus today, which is Mike Onwenu. Mm. Uh, free agent offensive lineman from the Patriots. Mm. Washington's line was not great not last good. year, not passing the eye test. They did score reasonably well on certain metrics. And of course, when we saw Jacoby Brissett in, it didn't seem like the offensive line was nearly as be- bad with kind of a vet experience behind center. That being said, like I said, they weren't all that good. In fact, Andrew Wiley was abysmal pretty much all year long, and we hated seeing him out there on the right-hand side. Well, if you get a guy like Mike Onwenu, you are going to get somebody for probably the next five to ten years, a young guy. I mean, this he is currently only 26 years 
of age. Ooh, like and so it's somebody you're going to get uh, at a young young clip who has experience at the right tackle position who can play it well as uh, in that regard as, uh, as well because he's not somebody who is going to let us down like Andrew Wiley who did not have a good season before Washington picked him on. He had a good Super Bowl. Right. But he didn't have a good season. Mike Amanu had a good season out there and has experience across the line. And it's nice to see that, especially in a younger player. And this is somebody who Washington can bring in to kind of shore up this position of need. I haven't seen a whole lot of Anwenu. I, I wasn't super familiar with him. And to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit when we were talking in the offseason before we started this player focus and of course, we were both going to pick an offensive lineman, and I went with Teron Smith, and you were like, good, because I really like Anwenu from the Patriots. And then when I started doing a little bit more research, I was like, mm, I think you got a point. Can I steal him? You said no. He's my <laughs> guy. I'm sticking with him. But here's my question, Nathan. In all the research that I did, and it kind of confused me a little bit, I couldn't figure out if he was a tackle or guard. Yeah, he has experience at both. Uh, but I looked at him on, on different free agent lists, and sometimes he's listed on the tackle list, and sometimes he's listed on the guard list. What is he, Nathan? What, is he he's, a guard or a tackle? He's an offensive lineman, oh. and that's that's a good thing for Washington. I know yeah. that we've ditched the, the dreaded position flex terminology, but it is kind of useful to have him. He is somebody I think can really shore up that right tackle spot next to Sam Cosme as right guard and both okay. of them being young and they can develop together. But yes, he does have guard experience. In fact, he's played almost as many snaps at right guard as he has right tackle. Hmm. Uh, he did finish this season, this past season at right tackle, but he did play the entire previous season as a right guard. So he does have experience on both. Now, good news, Stoner, he played well at both positions. Okay, okay. so just to oh, let wow. you know, he's not somebody who you, you have to worry about being just kind of a, a jack of all trades, right? This right, isn't right. a swing tackle that we're putting in there, although you know, Morgan Moses was somebody people really liked, and he was mainly a swing tackle before solidifying himself on the right uh, side, and especially after he left Washington. But yeah, Mike Onwenu has experience across the line, and I think that kind of helps him work with his teammate there and Sam Cosme on the right-hand side. Now, it, it's important to note, like, his style as well. Like, he's a big guy, and he, but he can move. He's especially good in pass blocking. His run blocking is not as good, but it's still decent and can be a strong suit for him. But he, it's mainly his pass blocking that you're going to get, and that's what Washington is going to want here, especially now we're not running an air raid offense with Cliff Kingsbury. He's made that certain, but we, Cliff Kingsbury is going to want a big blocker on both ends, and Mike Onwenu can solidify that side. All right, Nathan. So you, you want Anwenu and you want uh, Lucas. Uh, no, you had Lucas. Carl's Leno. Cosme. No, you want Cosme. Yeah, Cosme, at, sure. At right guard, and and we'll figure out what happens at center. That could mm -hmm. be something else uh, coming up here later on uh, player focus. Does that mean you're okay with going with Charles Leno for at least another year? At least? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know it's not a favorite thing for people to hear, but he was also decent out there at left. I mean, I, I make no delusions. I'm not saying that Charles Leno is going to be great, uh, and I don't think that he's he's even like top 15, top 20 
uh, I think it'd be he'd probably fall in that you know twenty to twenty five range as far as left tackles are concerned. So yes, you can absolutely upgrade, and there might be opportunities to upgrade. But we are looking at how Washington, how much space Washington has in free agency, and we are looking at what they have to go right now. You're not going to be able to fit fix every single hole in sure. position in one off season. Everyone expects them to pick a quarterback at the number two spot, and that's probably the right decision, right? And then when you're looking at the top five or the top five picks of Washington, they have five within the top 100, right? And so when you're looking at those other positions, you can really build the interior in that second and third round. I've done a lot of looking at kind of where players have picked within the top 100 and how many of those players, you know, how are they used? An interior offensive lineman in the second and third round are really strong. Like that's that's where you can get a lot of value out of some rookies. So you can get your left guard and a center uh, in this draft, and now you have your right guard, your right tackle, and you have a serviceable, if not decent, left tackle who has an experience out on that left side. And then if you need to upgrade later through the draft or – you know, via free agency, you can do that down the road, but it's not necessarily a position that you have to upgrade because you're talking about upgrading from somebody who is, like I said, about the 25th best mm-hmm. left tackle to what? What are you trying to upgrade it to? When you can upgrade your right tackle to somebody who is like the 60th best tackle to somebody who was one of the top like 30 tackles in the league, left or right. Uh, in like on Manu. So I think that's more important for Washington to do than sit there and focus on the left-hand side when the right side was so much worse. And I don't really think anybody can disagree with me. I'm interested to see if they do in the comment section, Stoner. But I really don't think anybody can look me dead in the eye and tell me that Wiley was better than Leno. Oh, no. Nobody's going to be able to No one's going to do it. No one's going to do it. But let me me ask another kind of a follow-up on that as well. And and I'm not... I'm not against this selection. I like everything that I've seen with him, and and I don't know that he's going to cost a ton either, especially being a right tackle as opposed to a left tackle. Mm -hmm. We all know left tackles cost a whole lot more. But why can't I get you know his teammate Trent Brown? Why can't I get Jonah Williams, Makai Becton? Why can't I get Donovan Smith, guys like that? What is what separates Anwenu Anwenu? Uh, from these other guys in terms of why you want to bring them here to Washington. Yeah, Trent Brown's going to be, I think, uh, one of the more interesting ones when it comes to that uh, that kind of pick because he is somebody who is also available from that side and on most people's uh, radars as somebody who is probably on the better scale and in, in, in some things. So I can definitely see the argument there. Me personally, when I was looking through the availability of some of these players, the age really stuck out to me. Like the, you know, Trent Brown's a probably a marginally better tackle prospect for Washington, uh, but he's also 30 years old already. Okay. And this is a team that we know as much as we want a, you know, Super Bowl here this year or next year. This is the team that really needs to be building for the future. And when you're getting players that are over the age of 30, they, you know, need to be very strong players that are going to put you over the hump or they're they're bridge players who aren't going to be there for when your team actually turns the corner. And so I think Mike Amonu, like I said, is a building block towards the future. And when Washington's starting to become a perennial winner again, 
which we're hoping is happening as early as this season, they're going to want somebody younger who is still very talented. I like him, Nathan. Now you're not going to get any any pushback uh, on this guy. I think he has a lot of talent and he has a, a bright future in this league and why not do it with Washington? That would be my hope as well. He's our don't sleep player focus today. Mike Amanu brought to you by Don't Sleep Energy. You can head out to don'tsleepenergy.com. Use the code district and get yourself 10% off your entire order, whether or not that's energy drinks, energy shots, or some of their fantastic items out there, hats and shirts all available to you. Great local company out there in the DMV. We do love to support local companies and Don't Sleep Energy is a great group of people with some great products. So Don't Sleep Energy makes you great. Mike Amanu, I would love to hear people's thoughts on him. Do you go with Trent Brown? Do you go with Mike Amanu? Do you go with Tyron Smith? Do you like my evaluation of Charles Leno? We want to hear all of that right in the comment section here on YouTube. Of course, make sure you like this video, subscribe as well. If you're listening to this on audio, you can always get to us at Ref the District or just go ahead and join us on Wednesdays live at 7.30 right here on our YouTube channel and join the conversation as we talk about all things Washington Commanders. Today was our player focus on Mike Onwenu. We've got more coming up and we'd love to hear what you would like to talk about as well. I'm Nathan Perry. That's the stoner here on Ref the District, a part of the Believe Network brought to you by Bet Online and Don't Sleep Energy. And until next time, uh, either go with Nathan. Who was right? Nathan with Anwanu or Stoner with Tyron Smith? Be a fan. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.